0: everybody, welcome back to Sword Coast, Coast to Coast, Coast to Coast to Coast to Coast. <laughs> okay. Oh, we're in the middle of the, the play gear, of course. Uh, this is episode 39, your Dungeon Master Cameron. We're finishing up uh, Wasp Law on this episode. We're, we're getting a little bit of courtroom shenanigans. We're getting a little bit of uh, argument over who is signing what. You know, that good old-fashioned legal discussion that I know you're all tuning in for uh i think i think you'll enjoy it uh i think you'll enjoy the whole lot anyway so i'm gonna let it get right to it i hope you're doing well i'm i'm here in the in the bunker of course and uh yeah well uh, i'll talk to you on the other on the other side
1: <laughs> you know how it is. I have a, I have a question. Um, do, Batlock, maybe you can help me understand this. If if somebody were to sign this, uh, does it mean that we are the authority of like nature protection in this in this world? Um, because as you know, there are there are there are no druids in Faerun, right? And this seems like this would like this would sort of de facto, this would create someone in the position of being a druid tasked with maintaining the balance um, and, uh, you know, protecting uh, nature. Batlock's
2: face turns sour at the mention (laughs) of druids.
3: None of us could sign it then because Cameron would just kill off our character.
2: (laughs) So you must understand that druids who have long since been driven out of Faerun do not stand for conservation. Oft times druids will even participate in the, in the, in the culling of herds and extermination of entire species for some specious uh, excuse of natural order. They can always just fall back on, oh, it's the natural order. No. The forces that be that came together to sign the uh, Interplanar Species Protection Act, they designed to protect the most vulnerable species that could be wiped out. Druids would merely shrug and talk about something like like the natural selection or some other nonsense.
1: What you're saying is that druids are not Druids at all were bound the chief opponents
2: of this piece of paper
1: of the law like <laughs> capital T capital L. Okay. Um, let I'll me tell it.
2: you about the signator, what the signatory is attempting to say. Okay. And I cannot, I cannot make this decision for you, but ultimately there are some clauses in this document which stipulate that if any were to sign it and not believe in their heart, in the, in the, in the vision behind this document, not believe the true uh, the, the message in, in terms of interplanar species protection, then the document is null and void. The, the, signer, the signer is not in a I'm position to believe it. that. Before you sign it, do you believe?
4: Well, I mean, yeah. I've been the one arguing we should, like, put these wasps somewhere where they can actually survive. Rather You're than also just... the one
3: who wants to use their home to crush some people you don't like's house.
4: That has uh, nothing to do with the wasps, though. Yeah. one that had nothing to do with the wasps, too. I don't think this fortress is their home. They were like literally be keep being kept here as tools of violence against their will. Well,
3: it seems like Cheap Cheap loves them. Like they nourishes them in their hive, which is there, right? Wait, Cheap
1: Cheap That's
5: actually oh, That's a good who needs point. to sign it. Ooh, yeah, that's a good idea.
3: Wait, but also I don't think this is exclusive to wasps.
2: It is, though, right? No, wasps are merely one yeah. subsection of section one purpose, subsection A definitions, paragraph G stipulates a uh, giant wasp, but there are 47 paragraphs in subsection A.
5: Well, who, be- who would be in a better position to enforce the safety of various different species than
3: than a man made out of bees. Yeah, than, yeah. than
5: a than a man made out of bees who, who controls commands. an
1: army of protected species. Yeah,
2: it I think is, this is legally compelling.
4: Is cheap cheap just a druid?
3: No, cheap cheap is no. just a pain.
5: Cheap <laughs> cheap made some sacrifices at some point because he. Cheap cheap is
1: wants. living his best life. Yeah. Well, no, because
3: his one and only friend got murdered because of us. But
0: It's not his one and only it friend. Cheap cheap has us. like ten thousand friends.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> cheap cheap is part of a a, a, a worker run. No, Cameron. Uh, he has a ten thousand family community. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I think we need to get cheap cheap to sign this.
2: And is this individual a resident of Faerun?
3: No.
1: Yes. <sighs> Well, now, now he is, because the hive is here, right? He's a resident of his hive, and the hive is physically on this plane. So, yes. Do we
2: have it. utility bills? <laughs> Any proof of residency?
1: Um, just
5: the just the fortress. Could
1: we could we um, could we register the fortress? Well, then we couldn't move it, right? Well, <laughs> if, we regi- if we made the fortress part of Mars Ember.
4: All right, I'm going back to the original plan of just signing this.
5: <laughs> Cam, what do you think? Oh, I,
0: I don't think anything. <laughs> it He's seems like you've had several great ideas.
5: <laughs> I think we should leave and have Cheap Cheap sign it. Yeah. And anybody who wants to take up, uh,
3: wait, what? But what's our what's our goal?
5: Our goal is to give Cheap Cheap sovereignty over his own, over his family.
3: We, wait. That won't, This won't do that.
4: We do right? have the goal of this entire treaty is to try and prevent the extermination of the wasps. No, I, I, I got that,
0: but yes. So to give, wait, hold on. Let's let's give an overview, or I'll give an overview. Mm-hmm. Um, there is there's a treaty. Mm-hmm. If Faerun is a signatory to the treaty, then there are legal sanctions. Then exterminating a wasp would bring about some sanctions in your
2: primary. Right. right batlock that is correct and in addition the the, the act also indemnifies any who uh, act with good faith to protect such species and uh, and prevents any any form of lawsuit uh, filing for property damage or, or some such
0: So this would be protecting the wasps in multiple ways.
4: All right, Silverleaf, can you mm-hmm. teleport me to Elminster?
1: <laughs> no, no, um, I cannot do that. But I, thought, I do not know who Elminster is. But wasn't it part of the plan
3: not to have these dudes be here anymore? A.K.A. Cheap, cheap, and the
4: Wasps. Are, I raised this point like two hours ago.
0: There's no, a I, general fear I, of I, the we, long arm of the law.
3: No, I, I. I, I get it, but how are you saying that Cheap Like how I'm confused can about what you're confused be, about, James. How can Cheap Cheap be Feyrune and not be a resident of Fearun at the same do you understand what I'm saying? Like if we have Cheap Cheap leave Feyrune?
0: I don't think anyone we'll- said anything about leaving Feyrune. But Mary has floated multiple times, she's getting the wasps somewhere else. But that doesn't have to be Feyran. Exactly.
4: That doesn't have to be not Feyranus, yeah, yeah, sorry.
0: Oh, okay, sorry. I mean, it, it doesn't have to be another plane. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sorry.
1: Cheap, cheap is a resident of the hive, right? Yeah. So wherever the hive goes, cheap, cheap is a resident there. Yeah. Cheap, cheap has like it's like a. Oh, but it's okay. I was gonna say it's like a it's like an uh, an embassy. Okay. Um, no, but you understand do you understand what I'm right.
3: saying? It, it's confusing to have right. cheap cheap sign a Here. thing protecting cheap cheap wherever cheap cheap goes.
0: Well, it wouldn't protect cheap cheap wherever he goes. Yeah. It would protect him on Faerûn.
3: then right. how Currently. is cheap cheap s- signing it as a representative of Faerûn?
2: I will say that hmm. if the if the other law firm these these, these soap people. What 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 is this other law firm called? This is a city, so-pan, clown so-pan name. And Lewis. So- yeah. Sure. If they are lawyers and attorneys worth their salt, they may attack the signatory of one cheap-cheap as not having legal standing to sign the document if they are not a residence. And they may okay. demand utility bills.
1: Okay, okay, alright. Maybe, maybe we just need Mary to sign it. <laughs> or, yeah, Tess.
2: I imagine I, Tess does have proof of residency.
1: So, so can we go back?
0: You like, can do whatever you want to do. Yeah, yeah I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for a decision to be made.
4: All right yeah, I'm going back to the thing I proposed 15 minutes ago and just do signing it. it. All right, I sign it.
0: Okay, so uh, Mary, you know you are not Mary, but uh, Tess, you borrow a uh, pen off of the one of the desks of the signer and you write your uh, you know your name on it test short fang boom boom on there block capital letters and you the I draw a little k face after it a uh, <laughs> jolt of energy shoots through it through from the contract up through the pin melting the pin uh, giving you uh, or, or dealing five points of damage to you uh, as it shoots up your arm all right Um, And you have now signed it, Faerun. uh, Specifically Toril, I guess. Uh, Toril is now an official signatory of the Interplanar Species Protection Act. Um, And all of its abilities that it confers to the legal personhood of giant wasps.
4: All right. Yay. Can I go fly the fortress tutorial now?
0: Well, you're on Toriel currently.
4: Yeah, Toriel is the planet. sorry.
0: It's the planet, sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay.
4: Uh, I meant Trial, not Toriel. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> um, yeah, you haven't tried to lift this fortress up again, have you?
4: Yeah, we
0: haven't. Okay. So you're just making your way back up to the surface.
1: Yeah, let's go. Let's go confront the um, Sopan, Sopan, and Lewis to negate uh, their their. Um, you know, lean on our persons to such that would prevent us from, like, leaving the Mars Ember and taking massive amounts of psychic damage, which would uh, utterly destroy me.
4: I mean, Kylie would survive. Silverleaf would be very dead.
2: That's how the law works. <laughs> That's how That's the law how, works. That is what would what, befall what, you in the what, in the dungeons of the Lady of Pain. Once mm-hmm. you
4: have been served notice uh, by the law.
3: No, I, I know that... The psychic damage was going to come because we were leaving while under the the treaty.
1: It's 5d10 psychic damage.
0: I think mm-hmm. if you consult the lawyer, you'll note that the Lady of Pain can be uh, summoned for both the Interplanar Pact and for additional legal arguments. Isn't that
2: right, lawyer? That is correct. There, hmm. there is a substantial uh, amount of paperwork that would need to make that happen, but... Uh, frankly, I ask you: Are you ready for our day in court? We can we can convene uh, at any time if we wish to defend ourselves against this frivolous lawsuit. Yeah, yeah.
1: Let's, let's go do convene. That. I would love to convene.
2: Uh, Batlock rifles through his uh, his dragon scale briefcase and finds a um, a carapace of a of a small uh, blue beetle. A uh, about a five inches long of, of kind of yarn, and a, a golden uh, a small only inch tall golden sculpture of an of an elephant, and begins kind of like casting them on the uh, on the floor.
0: Weg, your your eyeing that elephant didn't go great with your uh, your soldier.
5: It would. <laughs> Does it seem like the soldier could maybe like ride the elephant or sit on the elephant?
0: It looks like the soldier was perfectly made to sit on the. the oh my goodness! I know. So what's this? Um, uh, what's this
2: look like, Matlock? Batlock? Batlock, uh, as he casts it, he kind of repeatedly says, "Oh, it it, it should be somewhere around here." Uh, just just uh, maybe a little bit to the left. He picks them all up again and like casts them a little to the left. And he says, "Oh, I think I see. I think I see some light here. I think it, I think here it is. Here's the crack." There's a massive explosion of light (laughs) that that temporarily blinds
0: everyone. And uh, once you regain your sight, there is a nice uh, uh, wooden door floating in space. Uh, It has a a brass handle on it. And it says uh, courtroom on the top, kind of in in letters. And uh, yeah, Uh, Batlock, you open that door. And what's on the other side?
2: Batlock opens the door But he, he takes a, a quick gaze at the front To see uh, what judge is presiding
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh before, before you go mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. Um, So Batlock you see Gosh Your greatest enemy In interplanar <laughs> law It's Judge Trident The sentient trident
2: <laughs> Batlock before opening
3: uh, <laughs> Inhales Turns to the group point. Strong defense.
2: <laughs> and says, uh, I want you to know. She's tough, but she's fair. <laughs> all Before opening the door. Mm-hmm.
1: Is she related to um, Wave?
2: Oh, <laughs> the other
0: sentient trident? Yes. Distant cousins.
1: Okay, distant cousins.
0: hmm. Okay, so you're going into this courtroom. This is a mm-hmm. nice 1970s style courtroom. Kind of looks like night court a little bit. Yeah.
3: Are, Bug court. Sorry. Is this like an interplanar courtroom, or are we going? Are we like being magically teleported to a place in Marsember?
0: You're not being magically teleported to a place in Marsimber. That's that's make of I'm that saying. what you will. Yeah. <laughs> no additional positive info. Just negative info you are going into this courtroom and like i said looks like night court in here and it's got the kind of fuzzy grain of uh t- something recorded onto a vhs from tv in about 1988 from a rerun and already here you can see soap hand soap hand, and lewis of course you see of course uh scorched soap hand the um uh the tiefling you saw big horns out of his head is sitting there he's the lead attorney. And then you can see uh, uh, Tina Soapange, uh, another tiefling, much younger, a little bit smaller horns. And you can see Jeff Lewis, the human. Uh, he's <laughs> he's just here to support, really. Uh, he did a lot of research on this and just wants to see it through. But again, he's a real estate attorney. This is not really his thing at all. Uh, but here he is. Uh, you know, he's just he's just one. He's a partner, so it seems like he should be here.
1: <laughs> Silverleaf is very confused as to why. He now has a mullet, and a mustache. Um, we all have like, mustaches now. Elves yeah. don't have mustaches, but I guess he has one now. It's very it's itchy, and it just.
0: Yeah, Silverleaf has a has a mullet and a mustache. Um, uh, uh, Batlock has not changed at all, even <laughs> really? a little bit. Exactly the same. Um, uh, uh, Kylie uh, has a uh, kind of a short afro. And Tess, you have giant. um, uh, Gosh, what is her name? Uh, God, Jolene. (laughs) What's that? Dolly Parton. You have a giant Dolly Parton (laughs) haircut, like massive, massive hair.
3: Are the ears just, like, poking out from the <laughs> middle or are they on the top? No, it's,
0: it, no, it's like, the, the ears are completely covered by <laughs> this massive hairdo. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, so and, Weg, you have a buzz cut and a little mustache.
1: Cool. It's
0: like a little cool 70s mustache. And so you all file in and you sit down and um, Judge Trident says, well, uh, I hope everyone's ready to uh, to begin here. It seems that we have uh, uh, the city of Marsimber against, and and you see some papers fly up into the air and kind of flip around. And she says, uh, and uh, it looks like uh, the Hell Citadel, formerly of Death Seeker, now of, and some more papers, and it says now of Short Fang. It seems is that yes. correct? Is that correct. The, that the case?
3: That's Tessa's last name. Yes. Wow. Wow. Learn something new every day. <laughs>
0: and right uh, and so she says. It seems that uh, the the short fang citadel is being is being represented by um, uh, what is this? Uh, oh, and and the tines <laughs> on the uh, on the trident get closer together. It's the closest that a sentient trident can get to narrowing its eyes. <laughs> and uh, and you can see oh. She says, uh, Batlock.
1: I'm just yes, Your Honor. Like, the sword from Super Mario RPG with its like weird eyes and mouth. Does nobody she, know what I'm talking about? It's just, just it's a trident with like no them.
0: eyes or mouth.
1: Yeah, well, it's a trident with like eyes floating in front of it. Mm-hmm. it looks like Clippy, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, uh,
0: okay, so, so Batlock, um, you, uh, well, she says, I've, I've already heard before you got here, we already let Soaphand, uh say his remarks. It seems like you're a little bit late to the party here, Batlock, as usual.
2: I apologize, Your Honor, because as, as we all know, justice moves at, it, at its own pace. And today, I come before you to avert a grave injustice. Our accusers stand there telling us that they are here to remove some pests, but I bring before you today vital evidence that the thing which they seek to eliminate is a protected class and I will not stand for it.
0: And she says, yeah, that's, that's a, that's compelling, I guess. Um, what, what does that mean exactly?
2: Uh, Batlock uh, gestures his hand out towards Tess and, and, and asks, may I, may I please have the
4: act? You may. I don't hand it over. <laughs> I, just, I, I hand it over. You may, or you may not.
2: Who knows? In a grand gesture, Batlock begins to, uh, to, to rotate around with his hands out, holding the document between the two hands. You see before you, the Interplanar Protected Species Act signed by an official signatory of Toril. In this, in Section 1, Subsection A, Paragraph G, a giant wasp is defined as any flying insect that which has a larval stage in its development. Lacks, an ovipositor, featuring instead a stinger, is capable of surviving into plano travel and which weighs no more than 7,600 pounds and no less than three. Now, what is it that we're here to do today? Are we talking about wasps? Yes. Are they big? Yes. Does this act prevent the relocation and unnecessary removal of these creatures—yes, I don't know what these fiends on the other side of the courtroom have told you, Your Honor—but they are nothing more than lies in the face of this document. That is my opening statement, and I am—I f- I feel free to allow the 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 our accusers to to. To, to question any Of, uh, of these noble preservationists
5: Weg stands up and applauds
2: Scorch uh, Sopan gets up
0: and, and has a clipboard and flips Like two sheets of paper And he says uh, your, your honor uh, We um, Just let me read you some stuff So uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, This is the uh, Homesteader family Nine people killed by wasps this is the uh, uh, arm Armbreaker family. Two people abducted by wasps, turned into demons somehow. Uh, this is the groom family. One estate crushed by Citadel, probably controlled by wasps. Um, as you can see, there's been a lot of damage associated with these wasps. They are bad. Um, and the, uh, the act is only there to appease... Uh, interplanar hippies And make them feel good about themselves In reality these things will murder everyone who is here uh, You know I don't know what to tell you um, If if they stay we're going to need some sort of Elaborate uh, I don't know incentivizing device We're going to need to have the wasps Build a bunch of homes or something uh, Volunteer for habitat For humans and other non-humans um, and, and anything like that So your honor it's easier just to kill them uh, and eat them probably uh, There's going to be a lot of famine in this City you're a busy trident So uh, re- Reject it out of hand also that's probably fake And he sits down Well I This object. is a very
3: bad lawyer <laughs> um, Danny. Uh,
0: He he, he, uh, he dabs his, his head it, He's pretty clear that he's oh. uh, a little bit Out of his league <laughs> I thought he just dabbed he dabs. <laughs> no, he he dabs his uh, his horns with a uh, with a handkerchief.
3: Danny, I
2: I would like to call to to the witness box one Silverleaf, <laughs> uh, and she allows you
0: to do that. <laughs> Silverleaf, are you silver going to serve as a witness?
1: Yeah, Silverleaf um posts up in the chair and puts his feet up on the uh. Uh, on the, the like the, the banister of the the witness box and leans back and uh, puts a, a straw in his mouth. Mm-hmm.
5: Start cleaning <laughs> his nails.
2: Starts yeah, fishing.
5: N- <laughs> now,
3: silver <laughs>
2: Leaf, tell me, what is your relationship to these uh, large wasps? Um, friend. You are, friend. Now, tell me, how is it that you came to meet these wasps, and in what condition were they in when you first met them?
1: I met these wasps when... during the Wiz War. And Hmm. uh, these wasps were... under the sway of an evil giant king who controlled the Citadel um they were enslaved um and they were being used as a wasp army for the giant king's nefarious purposes um and it is my belief that uh the the wasps uh are not evil um and definitely they can be controlled as you can see uh uh tess called them back to the uh, the citadel when we when we serve them but i don't I don't think that they are uh, I don't think that they're evil or inherently now, destructive
2: th- Thank you now did did your your group your, your cohort did you liberate these uh, these wasps from their former overlord We did and in so doing you were in a flying citadel were you not We were and would you say that flying citadel flying around was a hazardous place for those wasps to be. Yes. Excellent. Now, and as soon as you, as you uh, were able to, to take this citadel away from its evil overlord, uh, a slaver of these, these beautiful creatures, you sought to land the citadel. Is that not correct?
1: Um, I didn't land the Citadel. Tess landed the Citadel.
2: And when Tess landed the Citadel, was Tess able to navigate the Citadel in a way which prevented the wasps from perishing?
1: Uh, yes, they're still alive.
2: They are still alive. Batlock looks to the empty courtroom other than the uh, (laughs) key witnesses and and makes eye contact with every non-existent person in the audience. All the non-existent jurors. (laughs) They were still alive, despite only just having taken control of this flying fortress. They navigate safely to the ground. And to your knowledge, were any wasps killed in that landing?
1: Not to my knowledge, no.
2: Your Honor, Section 7. Subsection B of the act states that any whom in the course of necessary acts of preservation, as defined by section two of this act, are found to be the and if they are found to be the cause of any property damage, public or private, shall hereby be released from any responsibility, financial or otherwise, resulting from the instant necessary acts of preservation. This was a qualifying act, your honor. These these fine citizens, these preservationists, were able to navigate this 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 fortress. They were able to save these wasps, and I further state that the removal of these wasps would be a grave injustice. You may the 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 the, the accusers may uh, cross examine the witness. The the um, <laughs> uh, Scorch Soap Hand stands up. <laughs>
0: Sweating profusely Um (laughs) And And says uh well we uh We don't we didn't know we could Bring witnesses um Your honor Uh And then then says uh uh, we will We will uh forego questioning One silver leaf And we will uh we will bring And he kind of like casts his eyes left and right and says We want to call Jeff Lewis to the stand (laughs) Really? Hmm. Um, Jeff wait Lewis to see looks very, conf- <laughs> <has> <laughs> yeah, looks very <laughs> confused about it. And uh, so Jeff Lewis gets on the stand and they go through a long and elaborate set of questions about will real estate prices drop because of these wasps? Um, you know, what kind of molds or what kind of foundation instabilities could have happened? And you can see the Trident all- narrowing her eyes again. She doesn't think this is very compelling. Um, removes Jeff Lewis from the stand. <sighs> And, uh, and he says, uh, in, in final, Scorch Soap Man says, in, in final, um, in my final remark here is, uh, and then he uh, takes his clipboard and flips to the very last page of the pages on his clipboard and just begins reading his monologue. He says, uh, yes, there's something holy to me, the power of the individual human mind. In a child's <laughs> power to master the wizarding table, there's more sanctity than all your shouted Torms and lethanders and Banes. An idea is a greater monument than a cathedral, and the advance of man's knowledge is more of a miracle than any sticks turned to snakes or the parting of waters. But are we now to halt the march of progress because Mr. Batlock frightens us with a fable? Jury members he gestures to the empty jury box. Progress has never been a bargain. You've got to pay for it. Sometimes I think there's a man behind a counter who says, All right, you can have a scry spell, but you lose privacy. Madam, you may vote. But you must also wear a chainmail bikini. Mister, you may conquer the air, but you'll have to fight the birds for the privilege. Elminster moved us forward to a hilltop where he could look back and see the way from which we came, but from this view, this insight, this knowledge, we must abandon our faith in the pleasant poetry of AO. And he sits down quietly. You can see um you can see Judge Trident. Almost, the tines are almost touching the center time. She's incredibly angry, and she looks to Batlock, and she says, You've made a compelling case. You've made a compelling case, Batlock. But it seems that anyone, following your line of logic, anyone could take control of these wasps and do grave harm with them, nullifying, as you well know, the final section of the act. They can be protected if they are not aggressors. You, If you knew that document as well as you, you claim to, you would know that what you have given your incredibly terrible opponents is the ammunition <laughs> they would need to defeat you. How can you assure us that no one will control
2: these wasps again? Your Honor, the only person in this courtroom today that can give you the assurances is both the person in current control of said fortress and also Matlock dramatically pauses for far it, too long like there's pauses. a moment there's a moment where <laughs> there's a moment where everyone in the courtroom thinks Batlock has just completely uh, forgotten what he was saying uh, and
0: While that happens, Judge Trident, uh, you see some glasses float off of the off of the table <laughs> and go
2: above, you
0: know, in front of her. tongs.
2: and also the signatory of the act here on Toreorio, Your Honor, I cede the floor to Tess to give the closing statement and the assurances that you desire.
4: I'm gay. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) sorry (laughs) your honor since this flying fortress appeared above more summer skies my sole goal has been to prevent the harm and destruction of both the plethora of wasps that have appeared within our fair city and the deaths of these inhabitants and I must say within minutes of Deathseeker arriving in our town it was not soap hand and soap hand and soap hand and Lewis who were here Protecting the citizens. It was us. We were the ones who flew up into that fortress. We were the ones who stopped Death Seeker's rampage. And we were the ones that recalled those wasps into the fortress to protect not just the wasps themselves, as is agreed upon in the Interplanet Protected Species Act, but also. These fair citizens of Marsburg, and is therefore, my opinion, that not only have we been expedient in our pursuit of protecting these wasps, we, but also, the city itself.
0: And she, she take the glasses float off of her head and go onto the table like she's dramatically taking them off. And she says, That may well be true, but there's nothing that would stop a giant from stomping on your head and stealing the ability to control those wasps. If you truly believed in the wasps, you would destroy the command rod in your very pocket this instant. ...seeding control of the Flying Citadel, but also your psychic link to the wasps. Freeing I... them to their own fate.
4: I would not do that, because that would unleash them upon the city of Marsember. That would be reckless, dangerous, not just for the wasps, but for you and me. There would be thousands of wasps in our mess, buzzing, swooping at cats and humans... <laughs> Making nests? And as Sofan has so clearly brought up, nobody likes that. They're swooping.
0: Hmm. And she says, um, hmm, that may be true. Well, <laughs> who, who is the most trusted keeper of the wasps? It must not be you. <laughs> no. Wow, rude. Well, you've no. only known about them for, like, 18 hours.
4: You are correct. It is one cheap
0: cheap. And she says, it would be acceptable to cede control of the Citadel to cheap cheap as well. Okay, but why the
4: Citadel? We
0: well, it seems like that creates wasps. A, Well, you could do that, I guess, but it seems like they're like, all attached to one another.
4: Well, like, they're That's attached to one said. another because it's a hive. Like, we were just gonna take the wasps to a conservatory. If I'm being perfectly honest, but then we got served and there's that whole psychic link with 10d10 psychic damage. It's really just kind of a mess. Mm-hmm. Like the soap has got in the way of us, like taking the wasps somewhere. Like they could be preserved and not do ecological harm. Well, she but,
0: says, she says, given all the information <laughs> that we know, the psychic link with the wasps is established via the command rod as well as the citadel.
4: Well, okay,
0: that's fair. Will you seed it to? I'm sorry, and she, you see the paper <laughs> shuffling again. One, <laughs> cheap, cheap. Yeah, okay. she floats up into the sky or not into the sky into the, into the air <laughs> above Smurfs her seat. The ceiling yeah the lines <laughs> up into the sky uh, and leaves goodbye her. she floats up my
4: planet needs me up above the
0: uh, up above the courtroom she uh, begins to glow a light blue and she says um, i declare you the victors so she She looks at you, and you all begin to glow a little bit. It's like a nice glow. And then she says, and that means there's a loser. And then all of Soaphand, Soaphand, and Lewis begin to not glow. It gets dark. And she immediately turns horizontal and shoots through Scorch (laughs) Soaphand, pinning him to his chair. Wow. I'm not a uh... fan of... The law system.
5: Do not expect to
0: Black blood huh. begins trickling out of his the corner of his mouth as he gasps his last breath in this would... terrible nineteen seventies courtroom. <laughs> I would like to file a complaint. You can't complain in the interplanar courtroom.
2: That's the that's the place of the appellate court, and, and you don't want to know what they do to the losers there.
0: It's the Modrons that control that. Oh, damn. Um, she comes out, Scorched Soap Hand flops over onto, uh, the desk in front of him and, uh, smaller Soap Hand and Jeff Lewis stand up and file out of the courtroom, uh, in fear they're shaking and, uh, the door in the back of the room opens uh. and, uh, you can see the Citadel in front of you. Um, although it doesn't appear to be the hot summer day that it was uh, before, you can see a little bit of snow drifting, hmm? um, kind of past the picture frame of the window or of the door.
3: Time dilation.
5: Is uh Sopan dead? He's super oh. dead, right? Oh, he's way dead. Okay. <laughs> all his gonna... blood. All his blood came out. Oh, okay. I was going to try funny. and, like, stabilize him, maybe, but...
0: No, something probably worse even happened to him. Honestly. You don't want to lose an interplanar court.
5: Didn't realize the stakes were so high.
1: If you die in interplanar court, you die in real life.
5: <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> um, it's true. But So we've been gone for months. Should we go see what's going on? Uh, Unclear.
0: Um... Batlock, you know that this interplanar courtroom um, can travel to many different places. Um, are you planning on going back to Toril or are you going back to Sigil from here?
2: Batlock leaves a uh, heavy sigh and uh, and looks to the group and says, uh, thank you all so much for my final victory. This will be the uh, the last bit of courtroom dealing that I do I believe my bones grow achy I must go attend to some consultancy I am bound to Uh, it will almost certainly be unpleasant but
5: I wish you all the best of luck Uh, before before Batlock leaves Weg uh, wants to cast uh, protection from evil on him uh Weg, Weg walks over to Um Batlock and says, uh hold hold out your hand for just a second. Of course. And uh Weg pulls out a very, very small glass um Like have you ever seen the the perf the little glass perfume bottles that have like the little dipper thing yes. on them? <laughs> um Weg Weg pulls one of those out of one of the mini folds of his of his robe uh and just very carefully hovers the dipper over Batlock's hand until one single drop of holy water falls from it and onto, uh, into the palm of, um, Batlock's hand. And he says, uh, now this doesn't last very long, but, you know, should take the edge off. <laughs>
2: <laughs> batlock uh, smiles and reaches into his pocket and presses something into wegg's hand and says uh, i don't believe i'll be needing this anymore given my second retirement mm. if you look into your hand you see that it is the uh, small uh, gold sculpture of yes. an elephant yes. oh.
5: um yes.
0: batlock also pulls out a um a hundred dollar bill <laughs> no, no sorry no, no. <laughs> um pulls out a document from that dragon skin
1: briefcase Gun. and uh
0: <laughs> and, and hands it over to uh to wegg um this is just uh a, a little document that's about a raglan you know hmm. batlock i think you've been carrying this around for a long time just in case you might need it as a weird little halfling god this is the first time that you've uh Had an opportunity to give it over to Worshipper
2: of Aragolin and you just hand that over to I'm afraid this is your
5: task now Uh, uh, Weg accepts the The Scroll and elephant gladly
2: May Timorus shine upon you all Uh uh, Batlock Batlock says as he steps back And doffs Uh Doffs an invisible cap that he's been wearing the entire time and, uh, and disappears in a wisp of azure smoke. Wow. Wow. What a gentleman.
0: Yeah. Cut to five years later. Uh, Silver- Silverleaf is walking down the beach and looks to his left and wouldn't you know it, it's Batlock and he's working on that boat. He's about to get out in that Mexican ocean. <laughs> no. Uh, Azure Smoke, (laughs) poof! Batlock is gone. You turn around and you can see out the courtroom door like I said before a wintry cast everything's a little bit blue. The citadel looms large in front of you and a little bit of wisp of snow falls, is, is casting across the doorway. We'll find out what happened and why that's going on Whoa. So how about that? They, uh, they figured it out. They uh, got some sort of, of legal <laughs> legal individualism going on for those wasps. I don't know. We'll see if that ever comes back around. Um, as you well know, uh, if you're uh, a veteran listener of the show, the next episode in um, like recording time was the christmas episode so when they go through that interplayer portal blah 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 blah. that's where the christmas episode takes place uh, or the holiday episode we did this year um uh it's a little bit a little bit of both i guess um so so that's where it is narratively i'll have a note at the beginning of the next episode too that it is in time in in um in recording history there and in game history right that sort of plucked out and and put there um yeah so if you like range touch you can go to patreon.com slash range touch in order to support us uh everyone's taking kind of an income hit right now so if you've got a little a uh, little bit of scratch running around in your pocket uh, please, please think about uh, supporting us over there. You can also go to youtube.com slash range touch in order to see all the videos that we do. We've got a lot of stuff happening now and we've got a lot of stuff coming up soon, which I think you'll be really excited for. And uh, Danny and I, who of course played a um, uh, batlock on these episodes, uh, we have our own tabletop role-playing game system that we have been working on for a couple of years now and is almost ready to go. So keep your eye open. Keep your eye open. Uh, to to check that out later anyway uh stay safe uh you know keep doing what you're doing or if if you're not staying safe stop doing what you're doing i guess that's contextual and uh episode 40 will be coming
1: in uh, next week